Hello everyone, this is Raphael. Hey, this is Ethan. And this is the Untitled Game Design Podcast, or should we call it something different this time? I don't know. Uh, I feel like every episode we... The Waffle Maker Podcast. Ah, oh, we're talking about Waffle Makers uh, now. Okay. Yeah, I very much am into Waffle Makers right now. Though I use them to make pancakes is the weird thing. See, you cut away in all the little ridges that it forms, and you get a nice, solid pancake. Fuck uh, and then you just have the extra little, like, side giblets to, yeah, to yeah, make yeah. for... Well, I, I feed them to my puppy, so there you go. You feed them to the puppy? Oh. I feed them to the puppy. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, she's fat now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, all joking aside, today we're going to be talking about, in case all of our stuff hasn't been dated yet or... It did, it's absolutely dated. Time. This might go up before everything else, to be honest, to capitalize on, you know, the fact that Minecon just happened. We got, like, a backlog of eight fucking episodes. <laughs> It'd be very funny if we just didn't post this, except for this one. <laughs> we, yes. This is the final you know, one. <laughs> this is the final one. But yeah, today we want to talk about the... Talk, we want to talk about specifically my the new changes to Minecraft. And yes, we are talking about Minecraft again if we don't post this in yes, order. Yes, I, um, I will always uh, try to get Minecraft stuff out, because I still love that game. It's a fun time. The game's great. The game's great. Yeah. There's a reason why it's the number one selling game ever. Mm. <laughs> but yes, we want to talk a bit about the new changes to Minecraft and what yes, that means the, for the upcoming the changes to the Minecraft. Players. They announced at yes. Minecon uh, 1.17 the, um, oh, what was it, Caves and Cliffs update. Mm. And they showed off a lot of new features that are going to be uh, coming to Minecraft in the future, and there's a lot of implications that aren't really discussed that we'd like to talk about of what these kind of mean for how Minecraft is now and how it's going to be in the future, and just talk about some of the new ideas and mechanics they're trying to bring in and like how they're interesting, how they could be improved, stuff like that. Yeah, yes. So what did you want to talk about first? There's a lot of things that happened as uh, it is. I, I did send you notes, if you haven't read them. I have read them, but, you know, this is supposed to be, like, a easy back and forth where you take the first this is, step. This is an easy back and we forth. Were, we we I, weren't I supposed to bring up the talk notes. About the, uh, ooh, who, I just realized on my notes I wrote who won the biome vote. God damn it. Yes, you wrote the wrong thing, but I understand exactly what you meant. But... <laughs> it's because for the last two years it's been a biome vote, but it's, it's the mob vote. Mm. When, when did you think of the three mobs introduced and the winner? Uh, the three mobs are interesting. The first mob, Isologer, is going to be an interesting combat mob that was going to be interesting for, especially with the new, new like, high top cliffs and mountains, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's going to be like, well in with the mountain update. Yes, because it was supposed to be a high top mountain Ill illager or mm -hmm. mad mob, right? Yeah. Uh, Moo Bloom seemed like another interesting choice there. Uh, Moo Bloom had some, like, flowers. It was basically a cow with flowers. It was also supposed to interact well with a new, one of the newer mobs, which was bees. bees yeah. Right? So basically it can act as, I assume, a pollination point, like, just also a cow. Yeah, that would be uh, cool. The glow squid seemed kind of interesting. Uh, however, they said... Yeah, it was supposed... To, I thought it was going to be a glow-in-the-dark squid that can yeah, use to uh, it, it can't actually glow-in-the-dark is the problem. Yes, they said in the, in the live stream uh, that the glow squid does not emit light. But rather, it will just sort of show up in the dark. Yeah. Right? Uh, out of the three of them, I personally found the Moo Bloom more interesting. 
Um, uh, mostly because, okay, first of all, the glow squad's kind of boring. <laughs> it doesn't glow do much. Are you denouncing the winner? Yes. Do yes, you I denounce God? I denounce God, and I will kill God. But <laughs> yes, everyone but, kills squids. Yes, uh, but the glow squid seemed kind of boring because it's true. If it if it emitted light, that mm-hmm. would make it great underwater because yeah. then you could like explore uh, what's it called the un- ocean ruins a lot mm-hmm. easier. Uh, and the Isolager is a combat-focused mob, and I personally think that Minecraft combat kind of sucks. Minecraft combat does suck. Yes. So, like, the Isolager is a great idea if they had a more nuanced combat system. Mm-hmm. But the Mooblum very much seems and fits in with the aspect of, like, building your own stuff, having your own, like, little farm and all that. Jazz. Yeah, I, I can see the Mooblum working. Uh, my vote was for the Isolager. Understandable. Um, uh, I just like the imager kind of branch of creatures in Minecraft because they have very unique powers and abilities. Like, um, there's mm. the one that summons the Vex, which is cool, but no one really sees it because it's only in the Woodland Mansions. Another one, which is in the game files, and you can spawn it, but it doesn't spawn naturally in survival, is the Illusioner, and it can make duplicates and copies of itself, which is really cool. But they've never in- actually um, integrated it into the game mechanically, which kind of sucks. That makes uh, sense. Hoping that the Isolager would be another one of those sort of unique creatures, a different kind of attacking style, just running up and hit you. And for um, a lot of multiplayer games, like I watch Hermitcraft, and on Hermitcraft right now, they created something called. Um, oh, what the hell is it called? Not Ravager uh, Run. That was last this season. I, I can't remember what the game is called that they have right now, but essentially it's like you put yourself in a maze, you take off all your armor, and you run through it, and there's a bunch of like hostile mobs trapped in cages and ravagers running around chasing you, and you have to get to like prizes and loot and take it out of the maze. Yeah, and I really could see the Isolager working for that and being a cool mob for them to like interact and run from. Yeah, no, I can understand that. That's, like, for fun, single, like, single multiplayer, mm-hmm. but, like, not necessarily, like, like, making your own game mode inside Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. I, I just see that being very, this, this unique attack could be very useful for making your own mm-hmm. game modes and entities and stuff like that. I won't deny that. But can we both agree that the glow squid sucks? It absolutely does suck. If it can actually produce light, that would be kind of cool. But the mm. problem with that is how Minecraft works is when you place a torch, it essentially rebakes the lighting in the game. So you can't actually have like ambient living um, light sources, which is why, you know, communities have suggested for years that there's like an introduction to a mining helmet and stuff like that. So when you go to the cave, you don't have to place torches, the light follows you. But they can't do that because the lighting is all baked. And they have to reinstance the baking as soon as yeah, you place on any Yeah, and it would torch. be extremely laggy. Maybe if they, the problem, they could probably do it in Bedrock. Or bedrock is a good be, possibility. Just yeah. because it's a new code base, right? Mm-hmm. They, done, they didn't use Java, and the game runs way smoother on there. The main reason no one uses Bedrock, though, is because a lot of the glitchiness that we're used to in Minecraft, it kind of makes Minecraft Minecraft, like the way Redstone works only works in Java because of those bugs and glitches that uh, Bedrock doesn't have. That's, yeah, no. That's understandable, though. Mm. Just because, yeah, like, what people don't seem to understand is that, uh, like, 
bugs are indeed features. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. Bugs are But it's features. also true. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you cannot deny that, for example, if we talk about bugs as glitches, Super Smash Brothers Melee, wave dashing <laughs> is a bug. Yes. An unintentional bug. And yet that's what and wave dashing is the entire like praxis of mm. competitive smash in melee, right? Yeah. So yeah, no, it's un- completely understandable why people still love Java. I still love Java Minecraft. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so do I. It Bedrock does run way better though. There's so much less lag, man. Servers run great. Oh. Hey man. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We, I'll put I'll put up with lagginess just to play my normal Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, especially since we do I'm... redstone, so you know yeah. we we gotta have uh... those glitches in. But at Bedrock, if I can just go back to that, they can push chests in Bedrock, and you can make machines around moving chests around with pistons. It's so good. Oh, that I didn't know that. I did not know yeah. that. That actually has a lot of interesting applications. It really just, does. It's nice. Just, Especially when those like uh, aesthetic redstone redstone contraptions, where you just mm-hmm. you know hide chests and move chests instead of just revealing one block to show the chest, you just move the chest up instead. Yeah, like that sounds nice. That sounds dope. Mm-hmm. Like uh, bedrock allows for block entities to actually be pushed around and moved. I think you can do the same thing with like dispensers and droppers and stuff, and that's really unique and like really brings something to the game that would be cool for. Uh, mm-hmm. Redstone, but let's get back to the topic of 1.17. The major yes. feature, the new cave generation. Ooh. So we, generation. we've seen it has a lot of new, like open spaces, small little crevices, large areas, underground lakes. Um, a more realistic form yes, of it, caves. It does have a very realistic formation of caves. But my major question that no one seems to really be talking about is what happens to the old mining techniques? How Strip mining, how is that going to work with these vast open expanses? Will the bottom of the world still generate with large amounts of blocks? You know, no cave systems down there? Or what's, what's going to happen with that? I would personally assume that about like level 12 and below, mm-hmm. there probably won't be too many open spaces, mostly because lava beds live there, right? True. Uh, but anything above, let's say like 20 and above, right? Mm-hmm. I still think that there's going to be a lot of uh, these large cave generations. Yeah, the large but, cave generations will mess up um, a lot of our ways of mining right now, though. Because mm-hmm. if the, they leave the bottom, strip mining will still be available, but they're changing up ore generation to match the new cave generation. They, they have to. So that they have to change up how strip mining works and what will be spawning there and then how much consistency. And... I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, It's going to change the consistency, but I think the, the, the last most recent, like, biggest change to Minecraft's mining was mm-hmm. probably... What's the word for those giant holes in the ground? Ravines. Yeah. Uh, ravines were probably one of the biggest changes, yet they turned out quite fine. Right? Yeah. So I think I don't think that's going to be too much of an issue. The only thing that, if anything, is the fact that there's going to be a reliance of verticality now, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So, or spawning in the ceilings of these vast open areas. It, mm-hmm. it makes me question how we're actually going to be able to reach these ores. The obvious choice would be a light trip, but you can't exactly stop and like grab what's on the ceiling, so you have to use scaffolding. 
There's also the 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 side thing about Elytra's it's an endgame object, so at that point yeah. you really need to be mining off the top of the <laughs> mm. off the top of the ceiling. Yeah, right? if you have Elytra, you're pretty much good already. But um yeah. the the other alternative is scaffolding. Well, I mean you could always just, you know, pillar up there with dirt, which is probably what most people are going to have to do. But scaffolding is a good alternative. Problem with that is scaffolding is kinda rare. You can make it in abundance, don't get me wrong, but Bamboo is the problem. It's in a rare biome in the jungle, which is in itself kind of a nightmare to get through. Mm. It's not very easy to obtain, and it's going to be a heavy, heavily relied upon resource. And yeah. I don't know, they might have to um, you know, change the rate at which the bamboo forests spawn, so that we can actually get our hands on the bamboo to make scaffolding to actually cave properly. See, the thing I have about that, though, is the fact... The main issue I have about bamboo and scaffolding in general mm-hmm. is that, the that yes, you, it is hard to find once, but when you find it, it's easy to make more because you can replant them, right? But then there's also the fact that bamboo only has one use, and that's scaffolding. Yeah. If it had more uses, I would say, like, hell yeah, let's make more bamboo forests. But if they don't, I have a biome that's completely useless to me. Mm, that's true. There's, there's quite a few uh, things in the game that are only used once, and they're in the update. It looks like there's going to be a few more things like that, but we can come back to that later. I would I would generally prefer to just have, like, instead of making it a rare only in specific biomes, just make it like rare in all biomes. Personally, it's one of those things where it's just sort of like. You can add the rarity to something, but if it only has one specific use, that rarity becomes less valuable, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Especially I, since I, it's I not like, especially since like bamboo and scaffolding is like very niche use, and it's not like an everyday use type of thing in the game, right? Yeah, you you don't go out and be like, oh man, I need some scaffolding right now, <laughs> right? You're, you're never like that. You're more like, oh yeah, I need some more iron or I need some more wood, mm-hmm. right? Wood's yeah, an abundance. It, it is a very niche item, but it's a useful item. It's a def. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely useful. The amount of Minecraft servers I've been where I needed scaffolding to just like build off a cliff face. Mm-hmm. Great, usable. Issue. I, I. I don't need that much scaffolding after I have yeah. a stack. Well, most people <laughs> use the additional bamboo as like a good alternative to coal because it just grows in such a rapid pace. And then that's less of an issue on, like, hey, these, like, bamboo is bad, right? Mm-hmm. But more the fact that bamboo is so abundant after you have it once that you're willing to burn it. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's kind of an awkward issue to have, really. Like, once you, once you find it, again, it's, you know, extremely common because you can just grow it in abundance. But getting it for the first time in a world is always the difficult part. Um, yes, yes. So with the new ore generation as well and the new changes to these vast open areas underground, uh, regular veins, like when you go through a smaller mine shaft or tunnel in Minecraft right now, the current cave system, you know, there's mm-hmm. ore lining the wall but I don't know what's going to happen to that. You can get a lot of iron and gold just by going along the cave system that generates naturally. Yes. But in the new system, there's going to be, again, 
larger open space. So what's going to happen to a lot of those um, ores that would generate in pockets on the side of the walls in the caves? I could definitely see this affecting the numbers and rates at which we can get ores. Lighting as well is going to be a big issue. In the clips that they showed off, a lot of the lighting in that is they made it by changing blocks like uh, iron, coal, to emit light for that demonstration because it's so dark and empty and that's going to have hostile mobs sparring like crazy. I see yes, ravines yes. are pretty bad at Minecraft like hostile mob generation they spawn like crazy above you below you they'll knock you off ravines are kind of cool because they're kind of a naturally organic difficulty curve just because of how much mobs spawn in those larger areas underground and these new generations are going to make ravines seem easy by comparison there's going to be so many mobs spawning under there it makes me wonder if they're going to have to tweak the ratios. Again, much like with uh, ores, they're going to have to change enemy generation as well to kind of compensate. I think, if anything, it's not going to be... It's going to be a... This sounds a bit weird. It, I think that's a non-issue, right? As you said, ravines are a difficulty curve. Like, what, what makes ravines interesting is that they're exposed to the surface, right? Usually. Mm-hmm. So that would be your first set of difficulty... In finding a ravine, you get your ores you need, you usually find enough iron to make a full suit of iron. Then, if you want to get even more difficult, you can go into an underground lake, have a bunch of mobs spawn, and I see nothing wrong with it. Yeah. That's the next logical increase. Now you're fully underground. You're fully in the... In, I, I in do it. remember saying, I think, in our previous Minecraft video that I, I do believe Minecraft needs to be harder. But I, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, harder, more intellectually... Um, taxing enemies something that's a bit more strategic to fight which the new mob the warden kind of fits that bill for me um Mm -hmm. but just being swarmed i don't entirely count as a fun difficulty increase personally i can understand that it's just the two different levels of play especially because of the nature of mobs in general in minecraft Mm -hmm. but i find that at least in this sense it is at least logically Underground lakes, all these underground, like, slag-tight, slag-mine areas yeah. are the logical increase of di- difficulty, right? Mm-hmm. Especially with the slag-tight, slag-mine areas, right? Oh, the the dripstone caves? The dripstone caves. It, it kind of bothers me that stalactites and stalagmites aren't going to just kind of naturally spawn throughout the caves. Yeah. I'd personally make it a condition where if, um, there, there were already, like, ponds and small underground lakes yeah. that you could find, and I'd have those... Uh, underneath them, essentially. That's what I would have mm. done. Because it would make well, sense for the water coming down from the rocks above. I'm uh, not 100% certain. But I think that those type of areas underground are the logical increase of difficulty for the game. Especially yeah, enough, drips, especially dripstone. Because, like, you know how in the game they said that stalactites will fall? <laughs> stalactites will fall and damage you, and if you fall onto stalagmites, they will hurt you? Yes. Like spikes so, in the ground. So, like, it's literally less about the mobs there and mm-hmm. more about the environment. Yes, the environment the will kill you. That's kind of a nice touch. I do like right? that. That is, in my opinion, the best logical increase <laughs> of difficulty. Because mobs are dumb. But what mm. you play Minecraft for is less about the mobs, but the environment. And yes. if the environment kills you with enemy mobs near you, that is 
Omega Brain difficulty spike. <laughs> it's sp- specifically for Minecraft. Specifically yeah, for Minecraft. Fair, fair enough. Let's see, what else is there? Uh, apparently, yeah, they're changing ore generation. They said that they're going to make it vain, so I'm assuming less kind of sporadic in more larger pockets at once that you can kind of follow. If you've ever seen, yeah. um, what is it, uh, Terra Firma Craft, I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot more like uh, that kind of generation. Can you explain how Generation Terra Firma Craft works for the viewers? Uh, generation Terra Firma Craft? is ores are a lot less common, but they are far, far more dense. So instead of having, like, you know, in regular Minecraft, you have your pocket, there's four iron ore there, that's it. Terraformer craft, you can find something between four and, like, 50 blocks of iron, or iron ah. ore, anyways. So there's a way, there's a prospector tool that allows you to detect the size of ore, of, a, of an ore pocket near you. And it will tell you small sample, medium sample, or large sample. And that mm. will give you the range of like, okay, this is only three iron blocks. I'm not going to go for that because in that system, there's also cave-ins that can happen. Yeah. And like, that That seems like super cool, especially since Minecraft, I feel, always had an issue of just like, oh, I found X ore. Fuck, it's only four pieces and I can't <laughs> find any more. <laughs> yeah. It would be cool if they kind of added that sort of prospecting aspect in. Cavens could be interesting too, but I think I'd reserve that for a specific biome and not kind of everywhere. I mean, if anything, the caven could just be a bunch of gravel. Could be. That's how they kind of designed gravel to be the first place. But gravel kind of just, uh, I don't know, never really worked out that way, mostly because they're in smaller pockets. I feel like, if anything, gravel shouldn't be if if the current block is empty fall down. Mm-hmm. It should have been if the X amount of blocks away are empty, fall down. Oh, right? I see what you mean. Yeah. So then you can you can still have a bunch of gravel above you, as long as you have supports every so often. Mm-hmm. But break the wrong support, everything falls with it. <laughs> That's a nice idea, actually. It would probably be a, 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 a arm and a leg to code, especially because you have to have the blocks interact with each other and like, oh, are you clear? Are you, well, are you uh, scaffolding works like that, actually. Oh, you're right, actually, now that I think about it, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, with the new uh, vast expanses in the caves down below, there's also going to need to be a new uh, means of lighting. Because running around there, just torching everything, is going to be a pain, especially those higher edges. It's going to take a lot of time and resources. So there, there might need to be a new way to like um, put torches around. I remember reading yeah, on the feedback site that people are saying... Um, Arrows with torches attacked so that you can just stay in position and fire, and where the arrow lands, a torch is placed there. I was literally, I have not read that, and I was literally going to say that. <laughs> it, it, I was going to say, give me, give me torches on arrows, dude. Give me torches on bows. Give me, like, something like that. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just temporary. Just you know? a way to, like, light up a area for a bit. Maybe even it could be, like, you know how when you stand on, like, a redstone block or something like that, it lights up? Yes. For just a few seconds and then turns off. Imagine the the torch arrow would be essentially the same thing when it lands. It has a couple seconds to like light up the area so that it's not broken, and you gotta run over there and put a proper torch to light up the space. But in the meantime, it will stop mobs spawning on you. I think that'd be that'd cool. Be nice. Another but... question about um the caves I have is old structures. How will they generate? Uh, well, in the case of strongholds. Uh, they don't care. 
<laughs> Stronghold don't give a fuck. Stronghold don't give a fuck. Generally, I don't think I don't think they'll be affected. Uh, a lot of these structures already don't give a shit about mm. the way that other things spawn around them. That that is right? very true. I think mine shafts will be better now. I, they'll be a, a lot more open, and I think it'll feel like proper mine shafts. Yeah, I like if anything, it's just gonna maybe add more to the ambiance. Like imagine the stronghold in the middle of a cave lake. Mm-hmm. That would like, be ha- actually kind of cool. Right, this yeah. looming building that you find underground, surrounded by uh, just a cave just, lake. Yeah, like generally, like you got a le- boat to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't think there's gonna be any changes to generations. If anything, mm-hmm. it might just look better. <laughs> I, I think it will actually add a lot to the ambiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, one question I have is cave shapes and sizes. How, how will that work in a generation? This. It's hard to predict this, because it could be based on the biomes, or it could just have kind of randomly in the world sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we have new uh, cave systems, like the Lush Caves, or was it dripstone the caves. Deep Dark and the Dripstone? The Dripstone Caves, they showed off in the new generation. But some of the other areas that they show, they use the current uh, vanilla Minecraft form of generation, because they haven't integrated it in with the new one yet. So we don't really know what those can look like. They could have those vast open expanses as well, or maybe they will choose to generate in those smaller sort of pocketed caves or corridor-like caves. Maybe... I mean, genuinely, it seems like we're speculating on how God will roll the dice, right? Pretty much. Uh, It's... It's an interesting question, though. It is an interesting question. It's just, we can't can't say anything. Yeah, I I said this is very hard to kind of... uh, predict but it is it is interesting because i like the lush caves a lot but i'm looking at the video you only see it in just a small pocket and i'm just so curious to see if i can have this in a vast open expanse almost like um what what what, what is that one movie or um, book ah avatar the last Sorry. <laughs> yes, of course, the M9 Shyamalan classic, 10 out of 10. Cool. Anyways, what the fuck was I saying? You were talking about having an open expanse underground lush oh, caves. Um, what the fuck is it called? It's like um, Journey to the Center of the Earth. There we ah, go. Ah, yes, okay, there we go, that makes with, sense. With the underground like dinosaurs roaming around. I just That's really want to see that kind of um, lush, overgrown cave system beneath. And if it's going to be, like, again, if they determine sized caves by biomes, I think that's going to be very limiting from what we can see. I'd very much like it to be um, just kind of random. You can find a small lush biome, you can find a big lush biome. That would be very nice, I think. And would be really think, fun to build a basin. I think the only issue I have with uh, lush lush caves is, from what they've shown in the example, is that well, they will only exist under specific trees. So unless we can get a big forest of those trees, I don't think we'll ever get a big lush cave system. Uh, you know I, I, mean? I, get, I suppose you're right. Maybe there could be more azalea trees like scattered around. We, we don't mm-hmm. know yet. Like, uh, in case, I, I, I just realized now to the viewers that we didn't talk about what lush caves are. Uh, lush caves will only spawn under specific azalea trees. Yes, azalea And there'll trees. be like a small cave system with a bunch of vines and a bunch mm-hmm. of greenery. And it'll... It generally just looks good. It, it but... looks fantastic. And it has a lot of natural lighting because it has um, 
glow berries and stuff like that and a lot of the blocks and stuff in there give off yeah. light naturally as well so that's cool yeah so that's why we think that at least why i think that Axolots i don't think as well we'll Praise get to God. those little fuckers don't <laughs> but, call um... them little fuckers they're the true <laughs> god and the killers of bill cypher all right <laughs> shut up but god damn i got my but... bill cypher shirt on right of course you do you because you, because you know Chaos God. But Lush Caves, I don't think, will ever be as big in, mm. unless we know that Azalea Trees won't create a forest. If they create a forest, well, who, who boy, says will that you they have, have your... to be very, like, foresty? It could just be one Azalea Tree and then another one, like, 30 blocks away. But th- that entire expanse could still be a Lush Cave system. We don't know. We don't know. It, it really depends on how big they, big they go, yeah. but from what I've seen in the, yeah. in the live stream... It didn't look too big. It right? did not. I, I do like the azalea trees, though. I don't think there'll be a new wood type. It's probably going to be like those little jungle bushes, how they're just oak. Uh, mm-hmm. I, but the leaves with the little leaves... The leaves with the little leaves. God damn it. The leaves with the little flowers. Look, oh, they're going to be great. very nice for building with. And I'm kind of hoping we get more trees with little flowers. I could see a nice... I, I kind of want one with like orange flowers. The, you really just want to pretty new, up the garden in the yeah, Minecraft pretty up the garden, make nice hedges, stuff like that. It, it's very yeah. useful for building, and since that's what I like to do most of all, um, it's going to be nice for me. I, people are saying that there's a new dirt type below the tree, but I, it, I think to me it just looks like coarse dirt. I'm not entirely sure. We'll see when we see it. it the very fact that they didn't even mention it says to yeah, me it wasn't anything it. new. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. if they introduce a new block type, why would why the heck would they not be like, hey, let's show it off. We want everyone to know well, how it's... I mean, you say that, but they didn't really talk... There's a new stone as well that they showed off in the deep dark biome. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really talk about that one either. Well, we're not sure. Well, we're not, we're not sure. We're not 100% yeah. certain. Unless they confirm it or we get our hands on it, we can't mm-hmm. always be sure, right? But besides that, Axolotl. There, I love the fact that they they come in three colors. It's pink, purple, and yellow, and they can mm. be tamed. I will have one in a bucket in my inventory to the day I die. Oh, I love them. So when when I restart the server when the new uh, patch comes up, yeah. Uh, yeah so I'm uh, killing you. <laughs> You're killing me and taking my Axolotl. Yeah, no, that's it. You, you saw me. You saw me dogs and foxes I had in my house. Yeah, I saw that. I this is why I don't fuck with you on the server. I hit you <laughs> once. And there's like fifty dogs that are just gonna rip me to shreds. God exactly. damn it! Exactly. You know, I am the beast master. <laughs> but yeah, the axolotls yes. are a cool addition. They're an underwater pet as well, which is a first. So that'd be cool. Yes, that is good. I like that. Not, not just, you know, random-ass fishes. Mm-hmm. I also think it's interesting how they can tank guardian hits. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Apparently they can play dead as well, but no one really knows what that means. The The demonstration wasn't very uh, revealing on that. Um, yeah. Also in the Lush Biomes, new food slash, again, that kind of ambient lighting source, the uh, Glowberries. Oh, we talked about it, but not really talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it, but not really talked about it. It's a new food source, and it's just kind of vines that have... um, It's a new vine type, which is cool. I'm assuming we can climb as well, like the new ones introduced in the nether, and of course the original ones. 
I, I don't know if they'll be useful for anything. I could see glow squid and glow berries being used in potions. Because there yeah. is, um, there, there's the arrows of revealing, but you can't really craft them as far as I remember. Because it requires glowstone dust, and that is a is that resource. Dust? I, I really... It is glowstone dust, I believe. Yeah. But I, I could definitely see something like um, those being used for like advanced night po night vision or something. Just mm -hmm. you can use it for potion crafting. We haven't had new potions in a while. Yeah. Also, I just remembered why I'm an idiot. The glowstone on an arrow is actually a spectral arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm dumb, but it's not the point. <laughs> uh, I like the addition of moss in the lush caves as well. It mm -hmm. kind of looks like a grass texture, but it forms on all sides of the block. And it can even form like a carpet sort of layer on top. Which is something I really wanted in Minecraft for a while. I kind of wanted moss-covered trees, but I can just make them now with the moss block. Then yeah. I I'm assuming it spreads. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would be like a mycelium, how it overtakes the dirt, or what's going to happen there. But it's interesting. I mean, it's an interesting thing nonetheless, right? Mm. It's content to crush through. <laughs> yeah. It's a very good building resource as well. Spore flowers are another kind of ambient uh, object, really adds to the atmosphere. Uh, yeah. I don't know what they do, honestly. Nor do I. I saw them. Look pretty. Mm -hmm. That's they it. look they look pretty. They spawn particles that just kind of drop like pollen and spores. But I don't think they do anything other than kind of just look nice. Mm -hmm. Maybe they could introduce some kind of aspect to them. Maybe they'll have an effect, like it poisons you if you're under them. Spores are not good to inhale, so I, I'm really yeah. curious what's gonna happen with that. I and, would genuinely love if the spore flower had AoE poison damage essentially. <laughs> that would be Really fun, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, sure. Real but, fun, that is. But, dude, we in the end, if it's a pretty block, it's a pretty block. If People it's a pretty block, it's a pretty block. Yeah. It just kind of sucks. I think it can only go on the ceiling, but I could see it being nice being on the floor or on the walls for mm -hmm. someone's build. Uh, maybe they'll change that up. Kind of like maybe. in... Um, the, I mean, with the Nether update that just came out <laughs> recently... There was a lot of speculation on what was going to happen with a lot of those blocks and biomes. And yeah. a lot of the community was surprised about all the changes that were made to kind of, you know, based on community suggestions and other things like um, biomes that we weren't told about were added in. So I'm assuming we're going to actually see some more for the cave update as well that we just don't know about yet. Probably. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't put it yeah. past them. The, the last sort of thing in the Lush Caves, which actually has surprisingly a lot of unique things to it, is the drip leaf flower. The one that, um, mm. if you stand on it, it slowly goes down like that one uh, stage in Smash Bros. So, the drip leaf flower. Let's just explain it a bit. It's a generatable structure, kind of. It's, kind of, yeah. Yeah. It can basically act as a platform, but if you stand on there too long falls through and you fall through it. Yeah, it's, right? it's going to be interesting for uh, making parkour courses and platforms for, you know, your game servers or your uh, just your general multiplayer survival. So it's something people, fun to add The in. people who want to make adventure maps, too. I could, right? yeah, adventure maps. I could see this being useful for um, Redstone if you can actually get a signal from it. That would be, it, it could that'd be this. very cool to get a signal through it. Mm -hmm. Also, just a side note, as a person who enjoys making traps for people, 
it's a great way to just, you know, possibly screw someone over. <laughs> yeah, imagine if you could put, like, um, gravel on top of it, and then if someone stands on the gravel, it weights it down, and then it goes so that they can't tell. That would be an drops. interesting way. It would be interesting would we... to have kind of falling blocks not yeah. be affected, but it can detect a one block above a falling block. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. That would help you really um, not be screw able to see over. what's coming. <laughs> yes, screw yeah. someone over, i.e. me. Um, <laughs> the next sort of thing uh, that's a new, not biome, but it's a uh, structure that's being added. So it can spawn in any of these. So you could find it in the uh, lush camps, you can find it in the regular camps, at dripstone, is amethyst geodes. They are unmovable, rare structures. So their base blocks are like kind of like bedrock. You cannot smash them, and you cannot move them. Mm. They're a good texture, though, but we, we can't obtain them as far as I'm aware. Yeah. And um, spawning conditions, we don't know about what height level it spawns at, if it can only spawn specific bombs. I'm pretty sure it can spawn in any, I think they said. Um... I don't quite remember where they said it would spawn. Yeah, it, it's but um, either way. Yeah, it's, it's a an interesting very thing. It spawns a very unique. Well. Yeah, it's yeah. very unique. It also spawns a unique resource known as amethyst. Yeah, but this right? is kind of the bamboo issue over again. This is what I was going to talk about. It's it's a rare resource, but once you get it, you have it in abundance because this regenerates those crystals that you can take the amethyst grows yes. off those unbreakable blocks and you can mine the crystals take them and then use them but you can only use them for a telescope the telescope is cool it's a nice zoom in feature i'm gonna use that oh no definitely i think the item is great however it suffers an even worse condition to bamboo because a it's even rarer yeah. And B, the telescope you need to craft only once. Yeah, and bamboo you can also take with you. The uh, geodes, you're going to have to travel back and forth there. Because, again, you cannot take mm -hmm. them. So you're really going to have to set up a mining settlement around this thing. Uh, I if think... you want to... I don't even think you want to, because you can only make telescopes with it. As far as we're aware, we can only make telescopes. I'm sure there will be like a block or two that we will make out of it that is going to be an interesting thing to build with. I don't know how useful it's going to be. It's a curious question to see if they'll add in other sort of geodes and crystalline structures, because it's a very kind of like pinkish purple, and I can see if they're going to do blocks, like crystal blocks, or that's like yes. see-through or solid texture, it would kind of be cool to have, you know, other crystal colors as well, right? I yeah. can definitely see them in the future adding more sort of these uh, geodes. You know, it would be really cool with it, just harder to break glass. That would be nice, yeah. You know? Like, how we have, like, the only thing that acts like glass that has higher durability mm -hmm. is steel steel bars, or yeah. iron bars. How about something with the opacity of glass, but with the rigidity of steel? <laughs> the rigidity. Sorry, it's just like, one it's thing, a good it's just idea. a telescope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So far that we know, it's just a telescope, it's and that just, just seems kind of dumb. The That's telescope is nice, but uh, you'd think it would just be out of glass. Yeah. I uh, People are also saying, because I do check the feedback site, as I said before, um, mm -hmm. people kind of wanted to be able to, like, in the blacksmithing table, combine it with a bow or a crossbow to make a sniper slash precision shots, so that when you draw back your bow, you can see a zoomed-in view, so you can make longer-range shots. I, I think that would be kind of cool. It would be nice. It would be something I wouldn't expect, but it would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last new biome, I believe, is... Yes, and uh, the one that's the most interesting, in my opinion. 
most interesting. And I, I have a few other interesting questions about it as well that I didn't write down in our notes. But um, yeah, let's take it off. In it's the notes the... that don't don't exist because this is a casual conversation. This is a casual conversation. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is the this one and the Pokemon one, the only ones that we uh, did notes for, and both broke an hour. This is probably gonna break an hour. I, I thought Especially it would take longer to go through this list, to be honest. Hey, man. I'm very. I've been. I have been. Rushing through a lot. Let's yeah, that's here. true. But again, there's not much to really. We, we speculate, yeah. but there's also so much we can only guess about. Yeah. Um, we can't, so it's, it's, we're basically shadow boxing here, you know. <laughs> uh, so the deep dark biome is what it's called. In in the deep dark biome, which already makes me question what this thing is going to be, because if there's a biome called the deep dark, and within that it can generate structures or areas called. Uh, shulk growths then how rare is the shulk growths going to be and how rare is the deep dark bottom going to be and what else can we expect to sort of see in there i would generally hope it'd be a little bit more than rare you know kind of uncommon mm. uh but judging by the very fact of the only like mob that's supposed to spawn in there and its strength Ooh, it's yeah, going the, to definitely the warden. be a rare... So in the demo video, they showed off the guy doing the demonstration was wearing all netherite gear, and he got two-tapped. Uh, Which... For reference, again, netherite being the strongest armor type you can wear in the game right now. Yes, after the nether update. Which, yes. It raises a huge question. When is this thing guarding? How That's Well, first question. off, how rare is this mob going to be? Because I'm assuming it's going to be more like, um, you know, shulkers in the end. They yes. are generated, mo they're mobs, but they are generated with structures. And once you kill them, they do not respawn. I'm assuming the uh, warden is going to be the same warden thing. Is the same. So I'm assuming it's going to be like only one in the shulk growth. But like it, it's for its strength and its kind of uniqueness and abilities, it's going to have to have something very rare for me to want to go there. The, um, I believe what's the very rare thing, at least what they've revealed to us, is the shulk growths themselves. Yes, right? those are some really interesting blocks and textures, but the shulk sensor is what you're thinking of, which is crazy. Yes, yes. But it's problem with that is not everyone uses redstone, and that's going to be very, very, very applicable to redstone. So I don't see it being that valuable to everyone to want to go there. So it's got to be something else to drive other players into that sort of uh, area. I mean, there is one thing that we are talking about here that we're not really saying. Its name is the Warden. Oh, uh, yes, of right? course, the Warden, the Warden. Yeah. It's called the Warden. It's going to be guarding something, obviously. God, but the question is, is it guarding something from us or from mm. within? <laughs> 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 going in with the crazy theories here, but like, um, like... You don't name something the Warden without having to do something intense, right? Mm -hmm. That area has to have something interesting in it, if That's not just, you know, good spawns, right? Yeah. It, the area honestly looks like the end is leaking into the overworld. It is kind it of generally cool. does. It generally um, does. And the one thing that's really cool about the Deep Dark Biome is, without a torch placed down, you can't see. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's extremely dark. Even darker yes. than normal caves. It's even darker than the ocean. Like, so something else we haven't talked about, about is the new vibration mechanic. Not only does the Shulk sensor use it, but the Warden too. If, yes. I'm assuming if you have a potion of invisibility, other mobs can't detect you, but the uh, Warden, Warden can. probably definitely can. Because it, so, it, it 
goes based off movement. If you throw, like in the demonstration, a snowball, it'll hear the snowball hit the wall and walk towards where the snowball hit. If you start moving yes, around, yes, very and much like around, a T Rex. Yes, this Jurassic Park now. The warden will follow you if you begin to walk or run, and it can actually chase after you, which is actually kind of terrifying. <laughs> Thing moves fast, man. I'm wondering yes, I if think... we can overload its senses, you know, like if you pull a pin on a grenade next to your head, you know, you can have ringing in your ears. I'm wondering if we can launch like a firework next to it and then it can't hear or it gets like damaged by the sound, something like that. That'd be kind of a cool interaction. That'll be an interesting interaction, but of course we won't know until we, we get we our hands know. on it again. I'm, I'm sure but the community's already been as a mob this. challenge, though, mm-hmm. we finally have a mob that doesn't just run straight towards you. Yeah. Right? And it's a very... The, the interesting part is we can mess with it. It's the kind of strategic mob I was talking about. Something that engages the player a little more instead of it just mm-hmm. running up, bashing you. It, it's very interesting to kind of, like, want to walk around this, and even in netherite gear, you're not going to just run gung-ho at this thing like you would any other creature. It yeah. is designed solely to make you terrified and walk away from it. It's scarier than the end dragon and the wither. Just crazy. <laughs> you know, definitely, definitely. And it's just a generic mob, technically. Technically it's not a even generic a boss. mob. It, it hits harder than, a, than most of the bo- boss mobs in the game. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't. It also is kind of like a passive mob for the most part. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What makes me really question is, does it interact with hostile mobs? That is a good question because in the footage we only get to see it on its own. There's no other hostile mobs there. Apparently, on the design documents, there's like little concept art things that they showed. There's like yeah. a little picture of the um, the warden, and it's like cuddling a bunny or something like that and it says warden and bunny are friends question mark that sounds more like the artist wanted to have fun with the design i guess that like that would be a weird sort of there's always little sort of um interactions between other mobs like how the wolf will chase the skeleton or skeleton run away from the wolf creepers run away from ocelot zombies run towards villagers i'm I'm curious to see what the warden will what will happen with that Maybe like maybe the whole like in game lore thing is that like the reason why the deep dark is empty is because of the warden. Maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. That could be that could be a very easy justification of it, yeah. right? So the warden. Uh, I mean, I'm also curious if the warden will function outside of the deep dark biome because if you watch the it footage, will. it um it happens, should definitely it will probably, but the shulk sensors in the in the growths actually um, transmit the sound to the warden, which is interesting to me. So if you were to remove those, would he be able to see you as well? I think Maybe it would, would limit the range at which it can actually hear you, because it wouldn't be yeah. sending it up the chain through the mm-hmm. groves. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. definitely I, I definitely can also that. see with the vibration mechanics, you could... You could easily make a, a trap for players. You know, they're walking by and they're making or running by, and making too much sound near your base. It will trigger the uh, sensors, and then that will send the mechan a redstone mechanism activating. Maybe close the door, open the trap door. You know, I could definitely see the need for uh, like a sneak enchantment that makes it so that I don't player moving think... will uh, not trigger those sort of things. I feel like if any, like you notice, do you, if you just crouch walk, I believe you don't make any sound. Do you not make sound when you crouch walk? I didn't. 
They didn't really. I show mean, you saw you saw the uh, the live stream that the person demonstrating was crouch walking the entire time and not alerting. That's that's the deep dark for for you. It's just sort of. Mm-hmm. An interesting new area with a very interesting new mob, and we also talked about Shulk Growths without really talking about what they are. Yeah, well, the Shulk Growths themselves are kind of not the key part of the Shulk Growths. There are a few new kind of, like, blocks. In that area, there's also a new stone type, but it looks like there's, like, um, almost like a carpet layer again that's sort of like a texture that you can place on other blocks going horizontally, vertically. And it looks yes. like little bubbles and pockets of this sort of creeping growth that goes everywhere. And there's actual, like, pitch blacks or, like, spotted, almost starry kind of, like, blocks, mm-hmm. which are kind of interesting. And then the the Shulk Center themselves, which functions the same way that the, um, the Warden does, where it gets vibrations through sounds. And it from that, it will send, like, a signal around to other uh, sensors. Mm-hmm. And pass that along a chain. And um, the, the the thing about this is it has a lot of redstone applications. I show that in the video for going horizontally, vertically, diagonally even with redstone. And uh, I, for, sure what's you... even more interesting is it's less about the fact that it can go horizontally, vertically, whatever. It's completely wireless. That is true. It It is directional, though, because you can use wool to dampen it. And mm-hmm. by dampening it with the wool, you can actually trend decide which kind of direction it moves in. So if you had Especially, a piston mechanism, you could actually change which way it moves throughout your system. It's even more interesting because of the fact that while it is directional, you can also have it received directionally as well. That is or true, omni- yeah. omnidirectionally, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to have your range of which you pick up your signal all around you, yeah. then you got that as well. Uh, I don't know. This will definitely change up redstone. It's going to be a rare item, and uh, that uh, that's going to really limit what it can and can't do in survival redstone. But then, of course, creative is going to really change up the game. You now have the ability to launch your contraptions away, completely away from you. I mean, there were ways to kind of do that before, but those were more advanced techniques. Like, a lot of people are saying, finally, vertical redstone. But we have vertical redstone. You just gotta understand how it works. Like, using bubble streams as an on and off switch. By pushing it... Yeah, but then that's also... But the thing is, with with vertical redstone in general, it required a lot more resources than just plopping one thing down. That is true. Right? It's it's cost-efficient, It is cost-efficient, but also, like, it will have its limits versus other sort of things. Like, bubble streams, I believe, are instantaneous, or rather a short time to turn on, while the the vibration mechanic of the shulk sensors, skulk sensors, they kind of slowly transmit. You can see the particles move. So it's going to take a while. It's not going to be as instantaneous other forms. So other means of vertical redstone aren't necessarily negated by this new innovation. I find that's true. Something like there's a there's a trick with the uh, stone walls and stuff like that, where if you push a piston out, then it will because they have like two versions, right? The flat surface and then when they're kind of like more like a pillar. Yes. And you can use those to make instantaneous vertical redstone that goes up like infinite blocks or you can use again bubble streams and you can use um honey contraptions or slime block block contraptions to kind of infinitely transmit through a, a signal through a large distance by having them move up and trigger an observer. So yeah. I, I don't think that these are going to be very 
limited or removed from redstone contraptions just because of this new innovation. I think there's going to be limits to the shulk sensor that we don't know about yet that will still make the other techniques viable. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, it's new, but there's a lot more... Like, sure, there are better ways of faster connection. Mm-hmm. However, the very nature of the fact that this is 100% wireless will prove to make a lot of compact builds even more compact. Right? True, but that's going to be over a shorter distance, I think. Because we, we haven't actually seen too much of it, in, in my opinion. And I can very much see it being... Um, because the particles have to transmit, and they can't necessarily go through all blocks. So for me, cannot. that says, um, you know, you're going to have to have open spaces for these sort of signals to transmit still, which is still like lining redstone. So how much smaller are these things actually going to be to transmit a signal between each other if certain blocks are actually going to be able to block it off? I mean, if anything, it would require a six by six, six at least a, six, a three by three area. And then just if it's going directly up, just make sure the bottoms and the tops of these things are open. Mm hmm. Right? That's the only way I would manage it, right? Personally. Yeah, but again, that's still the same as almost laying wire. You still have to have these air pockets available for the signal. Yeah, but then you have air pockets and not a spiral. <laughs> I <laughs> in the most, yeah. Yeah, in the most literal sense, you just have a... Just straight up. And in my opinion, that would be a lot more, a lot easier to create. Mm-hmm. I, I think say... it's going to be a lot more useful for uh, sort of beginners in redstones and basic uh, people in redstone. Mm-hmm. to get their hands on doing, like, vertical and long-distance redstoning. Yeah. I mean, the most... I personally enjoy it just because I can use it in my applications for most of my underground bases. As you know, mm-hmm. like, I like hiding my bases inside mountains yes. or creating the mountain around it, mm-hmm. right? I, I very much like building my wooden uh, houses, kind of, like, cottage style, and then I have, like, a farm nearby above ground. Yeah. But I personally like building, like, underground yeah, strongholds. I've seen your underground base. <laughs> yeah. And what's what What would be really nice is having a way to close the door from all the way underground. Mm-hmm. You, you were going to have to... fun with this update. The caves. Like, you... Definitely. I've, I've seen what you've done with your underground bases. You were just going to be able to have that kind of open space. Because in our uh, server, you took, like, the top of a mountain, covered it over... And then use that to build out your um, large area that would base, now be yeah. underground. You made it. You made it pseudo underground. It wasn't naturally occurring. It wasn't naturally space. occurring, but I've created essentially what is a hidden village underground. <laughs> yes. So now you're going to be able to do that with just the actual generation. You're not going to have to spend five hours again covering over the entirety of a mountaintop. <laughs> it took so long to get that much dirt, man. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, no, definitely. Like, like I see a lot of potential in general mm-hmm. with with this with shulk sensors, just because it is one hundred percent wireless. Yeah. It can be very useful in, in many other applications. Absolutely. And even then, you can create a one stop clock with a with a with a shulk sensor. Mm, right. True. true. Uh, what else is there? I get the shulk sensors again, and something like the amethyst geodes. Because um, again, I watch a lot of uh, Minecraft multiplayer. I watch Hermitcraft. And they have their own, like, um, commodity system, you know. Mm-hmm. They buy and sell items. They trade diamonds. They trade netherite and stuff like that. And I really see some of these new items being very um, merchandisable, very uh, much on a multiplayer server. Whoever claims yes, uh... these sort of areas 
they're going to make bank. Oh, that's understandable. That's understandable. Mm -hmm. I believe the word is a fecund currency. <laughs> the hell did you just call me? I believe that's, I believe that's what it's called. Do you that, that's currency. the actual word, a fecund? I might be completely wrong here. Um, I might be thinking of just fecundity in general, which is like... Yeah, it sounds like a German but... swear is what you're saying. I... <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. I might mm -hmm. just be speaking out of my ass here, but yeah, I believe like yeah. it, it can it 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 is the means with which to create a currency, right? Mm. Like Capri shells and like current money right now, dollars, yen, mm. uh, shillings, yeah. <laughs> pence, euros. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a limited resource that is very hard to get that you can't necessarily create automatically. Mm -hmm. That you can just trade around, right? Yeah. It could be very much useful for that. And if you own the diamond mine, if you own the gold gold mines, you made the money back in the day, right? That type of mm -hmm. stuff. Um, um, so the next uh, feature they announced, of course, is this caves and cliffs. Not a lot of cliffs shown off, by the way. Is the mountain update. Snowier snow, powdered snow. Um, so snowier snow, we still don't know what that means. As I said, uh, powdered snow, though, is the snow that will kind of work like quicksand, you'll sink through it slowly. And so apparently it's going to require leather boots to not sink through, which is uh, a nice touch. But I don't know if I like the limitation of the sort of leather boot. It, it reminds me of how they have for the new uh, piglin mobs, right? You gotta wear gold yes. on you so that they don't aggro when you're in that kind of environment. It, it reminds me of that, you know, take off your diamond gear, take off your uh, netherite gear, to reduce your own overall sort of uh, strength and make yourself weaker in order to have this advantage. I don't know if they should have it as, you know, the leather boots or to maybe just have an enchant like Snow Walker or something like that. Um, I could I see find... this. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. From a, from a design from a design aspect here, specifically, I like the idea of forcing my players to take less optimal routes. Mm -hmm. Just because it makes for more interesting gameplay. Yeah. When you're in, when you're in diamond armor or netherite armor and fully enchanted, you just don't care about combat encounters. Yeah. Except for the right? warden. Except for the warden. But that's a different. But but, but he's a, he's his own he's his own combat puzzle to begin with. Yes. Right. But in general, I, I can like, see the. I I don't have too big of a problem with it. But yeah, I I could see it being a bigger problem if my mob vote won the Isolager, because that guy would have been up there screwing you over. So oh, it, it's oh, it's kind of nice that it it lost in a way, because if not, then I would have complained more that I think it should just be an enchant because that guy's gonna screw you the hell up if he was uh, added in. I mean, I'm the believer of. Of you, sh you should let your players choose whether they want an easier time or a harder time, right? Yeah. Like the very fact that you can change, you, like you don't, you just sink into the powdered snow. It doesn't mean you can't just dig it up, right? I suppose, yeah, but it depends on how much of that snow is covering the mountain. It might just get, you know, it's just going to be an annoying inconvenience. Oh, I got to dig up another mountain of snow. Then you get to choose an easier yeah. time mm -hmm. or a harder time. Uh -huh, I suppose. <laughs> Um, right. With the mountains as well, of course, the new generation, they're a lot more uh, taller, they're peaked, instead of, currently, they just kind of plateau at the top. Yeah. Uh, goats. Goats! Greatest of all time. Greatest of all times. Mm -hmm. These things, I would love 
If they just yeeted you off cliffs. <laughs> yeah, they just fucking rammed that cow, man. They just they, like, they in, they in the video they showed that point. the goat just punched a cow off of a cliff. <laughs> That's great. I want these things to punch players off cliffs. I think that would be fun. Would, I'm assuming like, they're going to be a neutral mob. Maybe they'll definitely have an aggression mode. I'm assuming. But I'm wondering about the utility of these. Will they? Because goat milk and like goat wool are things in real life. Do you think we'll be able to like shear these guys? Do you think we'll be able to milk these guys? Will they be rideable? Will they be tameable? That is a fantastic question. If they're rideable, they have to have that goat attack. Yes, absolutely. You left click. They just fucking dash attack you. Yeah, they just, they, they just dash at you, and if they hit something, yeets. <laughs> yeets, very big knockback. Basically, like, I would love a goat to basically be a rideable Ravager. Mm-hmm. Right? That'd yeah. be great. Uh, my next note here says, uh, goats not featured on the new mountains. Yeah, we, we actually didn't get to see them in the new environment that they're mm-hmm. going to be on, because, again, a lot of the generation changes, they didn't show with um, the new biomes and such, because they have conflicts at the moment that they're probably working out. And working through and trying to see, like, oh, how does it look for the generation? Do we have to change things to prove them? Mm. And, and that does still raise that question to me of, like, how is this actually going to look in the end? Again, kind of my lush, you know, overly sized underground cave biome that I would really love. You know, is that going to be a thing that they always going to be small? You know, we, we, yeah. we don't know certainty until it's, you know, more in development. We start getting snapshots out. The, the last sort of, there's three more things, uh, copper ore, bundles, and archaeology. And okay, copper let's ore start from the least interesting to the most interesting. So least copper inter- ore. Oh, wow, you find copper ore at least interesting. Okay. It's another block, my guy. It's another block, but it oxidizes, brother. That's some it chemistry, oxidizes. man. It got some chemistry, but we can't do chemistry in Minecraft, can we? Well, I mean, if you have bedrock edition, you can. Okay. Yeah, but we're not about I'm shilling for Bedrock, and I don't even play it. <laughs> I know, right? But, uh... But, um, but coal, copper... Copper. Copper sounds like a very, very interesting... Yeah, I, I would like them to change the lantern. The lanterns currently have kind of like more of a brownish texture than an iron texture. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping they change lanterns to copper to just give copper an extra use. Because yeah, I funny. hate building lanterns with iron... I love lanterns so much, and I waste all my iron on them. I've been stealing iron from your iron farm to produce my lanterns. I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's, I mean, I did, I did make it sort of, like, communal. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, well, I mean, only you and I know about it. Maybe your girlfriend. I don't know who you showed. I know Isaiah doesn't know about it. Uh, yeah, He's I just got him, his fucking uh, cobblestone the shack. Yeah. Um... God. But, but yeah. I, I do like uh, copper, though. A lot of people are saying, you know, oh, build a new uh, tool tier. That's I'm going to just no. veto that no. right now. No. Yeah, people have been saying that for years with emeralds. Uh, the community always suggests new tool levels, and I think Netherite, they did in a good way. But, like, it, it's very difficult to insert a new tool tier, and people, I think, really do need to stop suggesting this on the feedback form. It's very redundant, and I don't think they realize the kind of rebalancing that would have to go into like increasing, um, you know, damage levels and like defensive levels and health levels of creatures and players, and decreasing those same sort of stats to kind of make this, um, you know, a progression list still. Yeah, like my biggest thing is like 
if you want to add a new tool tier, you either need to put it at the very end, bottom, or at the very top. Yeah, I think definitely you gotta put it at the top and just keep progressing and making like all those harder things to approach over and over and over again. Because I don't yeah. think we can actually get any easier and lower. Yeah, because like if you if you want to make something between wood and iron, it's gonna have to be a super abundant from the very beginning. So at that point, why even use wood? Mm-hmm. Right, I guess maybe it's... Yeah, it's kind of like how everyone kind of skips leather armor. Yeah. And they just go straight to iron and then from like it's iron fu- to diamond. It's, it's super like, funny to me that yeah. I completely ignore leather armor because I find co- cows cows harder to excavate than it is to find <laughs> iron. Yeah, pretty <laughs> right? much. I find, I, I find more pigs than I do... I find more pigs in iron than I do fucking cows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So by the time I already have enough cows to make leather armor, I have iron armor. And I yeah. do not need to go back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, th- I think the cool thing about copper, though, is I could be I could see it being used as like an alternative to a, a few iron sort of uh, items. And um, definitely the oxidizing is interesting. Over time, it goes from, you know, it's kind of brownish orange to a sort of greenish blue. You know, what happened to the Statue mm-hmm. of Liberty that used to be yeah. brown and then it over decades changed color to what people know now. It's it's an interesting idea. We it the video kinda shows um, you know, days go by as it deteriorates. I'm wondering yes, if yes. weather plays an effect on that, because it did rain a few times in that video, and I believe copper does oxidize more in a wet environment or like when it rains kinda like how iron rusts. Yeah, yeah. So that I don't know if that will affect it or not. That's an interesting question. Um, the only thing I, I, I have an issue you... with with oxidizing iron, copper is that I personally think that the brown of copper looks really nice. <laughs> I think both look nice. I like the blue. That's a very nice metallic sort of blue and green that we don't really have in the game. And I could really see yeah. that being useful for building. But I also like, the again, the sort of orange-brown that the copper yeah. has is also very useful for building. So unless there's a way to stop it from degrading and oxidizing, I think the block is kind of useless. Because yeah. that either, then the people who want the brown don't get it, the people who want the green don't get it, right? Don't get it immediately. They don't get it immediately. I think there needs to be a way to instantly convert them, like placing it into a cauldron full of water. That would be nice. Or putting it into like the actual water source block, like how you transform terracotta. Yeah. I think that could very much be useful for because um, you want to also craft these in you know large amounts probably if you're using them for building. Yes. But I think there also needs to be a way to stop it from oxidizing, or else you know you're never going to be able to have that sort of um, copper color. Yeah, but one thing though, mm-hmm. one thing though, the only interesting thing about copper, in my opinion, lightning rods. Lightning rods. Interesting. I build a lot of wooden houses, as I said, you know. I got my farms, I've been meaning to make a barn that's going to be out of wood, I got my house that's all out of, and a lightning rod is very useful, because I'm constantly afraid that shit is going to be lit on fire, though we we sleep pretty often, so we're we're usually fine. But I I do see a problem with the lightning rod. Um, There are many mobs that have very rare interactions with lightning, you know, creepers become charged creepers, villagers become witches, skeletons, um, if they get struck, they become like skeleton horsemen, you know, they spawn like four of them. Do you think that these uh, rare spawns will be cheapened? Because I think that they could definitely change it to have a check to be like, was this a lightning rod strike? Do not convert. Because I I, I I personally prefer that. 
I would personally prefer the the opposite of that. Actually, I'd like to be able to farm farm these other things. Because, okay, I've never naturally seen a skeleton horse. Really? I in in all of my times playing the game, I have not. You gotta stop sleeping, but then you get the phantoms, little bastards. Yeah, that's why I don't want to not do that. (laughs) But I would love to be able to just get a skeleton horse, right? In in one of my other friends' servers, we had a competition for a skeleton horse because one of my friends had that encounter. That sounds fun. Yeah, but then you kind of lose that kind of experience, wouldn't you? Yeah, but by the time by the time that we got that skeleton horse encounter, that challenge, everyone was done with the server. We had just we had already killed the end, end dragon. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. So like, there is there, is, there like I think there's some merit of wanting to get a lot of these encounters at least mm-hmm. not necessarily like, naturally, right? Yeah. Okay. I would love to be able to tame a skeleton horse. I'm not gonna lie. I, that's always when when they introduced it, I was super mm-hmm. excited, but but I have yet to see one, see one I, proper. You I I've had four skeleton horses. You want to know what I've named them? What? Famine, pestilence, war, and death. Wow, what a nerd. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> goddamn. I'm not surprised, but I was kind of hoping you'd name them like Bone Jamma. <laughs> bone Thin. You know, Bo-Nifin. like trying to make bone jokes, but no, Bo-Thaniel. you just went with the easy one. <laughs> Bothaniel, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Bonaparte. Bonaparte, yeah, exactly. You, you, you're seeing it now. <laughs> I'm seeing it. I thought you. Dude, I didn't like famine. Don't diss my horse famine. I used to actually name all horses uh, Nigel, by the way. Um, (laughs) Nigel. I always named him Nigel because when the horse update came out, which is when around the time I started playing Minecraft a lot more, was Mm. um, the Garfield Tale of Two Kitties was on the TV in the background. Are you fucking with me? No, I'm not fucking with you. And there's a scene in the movie where um, there's the ferret, Nigel, starts singing, female ferrets sing this song, Nigel, Nigel. And that's that's why I named my horse Nigel, and I just couldn't get it out of my head. So I named every horse Nigel. Okay, but yeah, no, that's that's just about it, I feel like, with Copper. It's just pretty interesting in general. I I, I think it could have some uses. The last... Or not the last thing. Bundles. The last two things. The last bundles. Two things, yeah. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. Well, I I don't. I I I, yeah. I I hate them in this in in the way the fact that they exist as a way to stop the fiddling with your with stuff in your bags in your inventory. Yeah, I, but instead, move it to a, a smaller it's an inventory item. solution. But it's one that in my mind does not work, and it's very awful because i got issues with the ui when you put stuff into the bundle you can't really see what's in there it just shows you like instead of showing you like oh it's got like you know in the demonstration they show you know i put in five roses and i put in like three of the i don't know was it the zulas or whatever the flowers are you know but instead of showing you that there's just how many there are of each of those, it displays, like, each one individually. Mm-hmm. And that's going to make looking for your inventory a clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. As well, you cannot take items out individually. You have to take... if you It stores up to a stack of 64. Let's talk about that first. So, any non-stackables. If you got, you know, enderpearls, they stack up to 16. You can put 64 into one bundle, and that counts as one stack in your inventory. Yes. Cool. But you can only take them out 
at once. So if you only have room for one stack of items, whether that be a 16 stack or a 32 stack or an 8 stack or whatever, it is going to put out four of them, let's say, for the underpost. But you're not going to have room for that. Teridia it already doesn't work. Like, I'm sorry. But it's an interesting that, idea for non-stackables. It's a very like, interesting idea for non-stackables. But it's just not a good way, in general, to store your stuff. You're pushing your inventory, so, uh, like, troubles it, 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 into yeah, a smaller like pushing, thing. Yeah, it just pushes the inventory problem into there, and when you try to take them out, your inventory is going to be full. There's no point in the reason to stack stuff in there, and you can't get it out easily. It, there's no proper UI for it or anything like that. It's annoying. I think I mentioned to you once before, my solution to the inventory problem would be more, um, uh, what, 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 what would you call them? Combining sort of, um, the blocks together. Yeah, combining the blocks, compressed blocks, how you convert nine iron into, you know, one uh, block. One block of iron. That is a ninth of the inventory space it would take. If you have nine stacks filling up your inventory, one whole bar just dedicated to iron bars, you can put that into one inventory slot. That is so much better. Give me that. When you have a bamboo farm, you're going to have stacks and stacks and stacks of bamboo. Let me make a bamboo block. Yeah, I, one of my favorite feedback suggestions, which is what I showed you, has those kind of blocks. And they're very unique and interesting. They're good for building with. They have other applications like, you know, bamboo blocks can burn longer than regular bamboo, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's very good for compressing. And it's just so Minecrafty and the perfect way to handle inventory management. Compress the blocks, damn it. Just let us compress, combine, and just shrink down our troubles by stacking them into a whole new block. Like, um, in the dem in that mod, uh, not mod, that, um, community suggestion that had, like, okay, I have, uh, stacks of apples. I'm going to put them all into my, uh, crafting table and make an apple block, or it's yeah. not an apple block, it's like an apple barrel. It's got the barrel texture, it's got apples up top, and it's very good for not only, again, you know, clearing out your inventory of these objects, but also to decorate with. It's, it's so good, an idea. And the bundles do not do that. If the bundles held more than 64, I would say it'd be fine. If they could hold two stacks worth of items... Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think that solves the problem with the bundles, though, because again, you can't take out individual items. If you have again, like, oh, I have like, you know, adding up to sixty-four, I have eight stacks of like eight. Yeah. You're not gonna have room for eight tiny stacks of things. It's the reason why you wanted the inventory in the first place. Mm. You'd only be able to take those out once you cleared out your inventory. It might be good for like traveling long distances. And, you know, you gather small quantities of this and that that you want to take back to your base. Yeah. But overall, it's not going to solve the inventory problem. And the major inventory problem isn't with exploration. It is with building. Mm -hmm. And not being able to get those. Um, a suggestion I saw was, like, um, that there should be an enchantment for shulker boxes. That means, oh, you know how you have your offhand? And, like, if you use up a certain amount of materials in your offhand, then you can just put in more wood into the offhand. They essentially yeah. wanted that for shulker boxes. So if your whatever is in your hot bar is empty and you have, so you place, like, your last wood block. Mm. Your shulker box, with that enchantment going from, you know, left and right, top to bottom in your inventory, would check those shulker boxes for the enchantment. If they have the proper enchantment, 
and then they had, you know, that wooden block that you just you know, placed, it would put that into that inventory spot. Mm. So that you can, again, keep placing and building without having to, you know, oh, take out the shulker box from your inventory, place it on the ground, open it up, and then put that back on you, you know. Mm. It, it's a much better way of handling the inventory situation, which is just getting out of control, especially with this new update, there's going to be even more blocks to carry around. And we need a better, more permanent solution than bundles. To be honest, man, like a lot of things with 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 the whole bundle system, there's a mm -hmm. lot of small things that right as we're talking yeah. about. It pushes the inventory inventory mess fiddling around into a smaller area inside your inventory. It can yeah. only remove everything all at once. And let's be honest, it's not even space efficient. Right? It, it's not. It will only ever work for things that don't stack the 64. Like, the only use I could see it being for is like, oh, I got 64 uh, stone swords in there. But like, <laughs> when are you going to feasibly be able to not only put that many in, but take that many out? If you put 64 stone swords in, you can't remove them. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Because you have to remove them all at once. You're, you're literally just stuck. Yeah. Or unless it spits them out into the floor, you know, which it probably does. That sounds like th that sounds disgusting. That sounds yeah, it sounds like an annoying little nightmare. Yeah. I I don't like bundles. Um, I generally think that it, it, it's supposed to be sort of the intermediate intermediary stage between you know the the luxury of shulker boxes and you know your basic inventory, and it just doesn't work to me. It generally should have just been. Like compressed blocks, as we said, because yeah. that not only appears or even earlier in the game than bundles, but can still be useful even for shulker box users. Mm -hmm. It's both late game and early game effective. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming bundles as well don't work with things like hoppers, droppers, um, or even I doubt they'll be able to be placed into shulker boxes. That yeah, no, it looks very weird with that. But yeah, that's that's bundles. Let's get on the last yeah. thing. So the last thing, so we're going from the worst thing I think we can agree on, and we're moving to the strangest thing to me. It, it feels very uh, unvanilla. It feels very modern, Minecraft. Ar uh, we haven't even said it yet. Yeah, archaeology. 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 So, in the world, there will be dig sites that will just randomly generate as a structure, and you can take a brush from inside the dig site and... Can I cover rare Is artifacts. it actually a structure that spawns? I think they just set that up for the demonstration. That would be very dumb if that was not the structure. If they don't just show structures, how else would you get these things? Well, maybe you can find those uh, feathers and stuff at the dig sites, but you might be able to just, you know, craft them. But that would, that would be that would the, make the, sense. You can you can just do it to any uh, dirt or gravel, and I'm assuming sand as well, block. To just, it slowly chips away at the block, and then once you've uh, chipped away at it, it can reveal, or it can shatter a treasure, or there could be nothing in there at all. It That's... looks like there'd be a lot of valuables in that, like, um, it showed an emerald block being uncovered in a demonstration, which is useful. And it could be like, oh, you found a diamond through that as well. So you might be able to cheat the early game and stuff like that using these. I'm not mm. entirely sure. Um, I'm, I'm sure changes are going to be made to this. The major thing is, you can get like... I, I don't know what to call them, sort of relics. Not They're not necessarily... Artifacts. I mean, Let's call them artifacts. Artifacts, yeah. 
and they're like little broken pieces of like clay pottery and then you can use them to make new these new big like clay pots and jugs and you can stick them on there like a sticker quite literally anywhere you want on it you can place them in the corner on the front on the back sides whatever and um really just put your own patterns onto this sort of pot which is, is, is cool and then you cook the pot it very much reminds me of terra firma craft but i'm not entirely sure how how i feel about it being in vanilla i don't i i'm always an advocate that change is good but this mm. feels by the it very nature of feel it is right. just doesn't feel like it, it lives up to the original design philosophy of minecraft Right. Absolutely. I don't even know what this is kind of useful for. I think Versus all the other things we discussed, how they kind of interact with, you know, the different kind of player types and different sort of elements of the world. This seems very isolated. Right? Like, Minecraft, like, they were talking about how, like, oh, this could, like, get, we'll, we'll, we left it vague so then the players can find the lore of the world. And yeah, I'm like, yo, we don't even story. have lore for this world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I've never can... been a Minecraft story player. <laughs> What's it called? Like, there's a lot... Like, it would be great if there was... If, if this in, start, is the beginning of a Minecraft lore, right? That'd be mm. interesting. That'd right? be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, but I feel like it's more towards Minecraft Earth, if anything. Right? Yeah. I can, I can definitely see this being implemented into, like, Minecraft Earth or something. I, I do kind of like the idea of having, you know, a spooky, scary skeleton sort of vase you can place in your house, but... I it, think, like, it creatively-wise, like, it, it's a great it way to express what you yeah. have, right? But Personally, be before they would have ever done archaeology, I was hoping that they would do, like, leather embroidered sort of armor, you know, get the diamond armor, put the leather patches on it so you can dye your diamond armor or something like that. Mm -hmm. But th this, they jump to the next apparently logical conclusion for uh, unleashing your creativity. And I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. It's not a bad idea. It's just a weird one. It, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't fit in as well as like something like banners did. Right. Yeah. And even then, like the, the seeing a, a full Minecraft pixelated block disappear as you brush it away, just didn't look right. I understand. Yeah, it I don't know why they didn't just do like the breaking animation. With, yeah, right. Like, don't get me wrong. Developer art, right? Mm. <laughs> it could. It, this could change. It could change. It could change how it looks. But the entire aesthetic of just like of Minecraft being super blocky, super pixelated, super whatever, did not mesh well in my mind when I saw the the pixelated block slowly being brushed <laughs> yeah, away, that's weird. like getting that's weird. dusted away. Yeah, it slowly chips away by like a sixteenth of the block, like every pixel slowly goes one by one. Yeah, like that did not look right. Yeah, but it, it, once it again, strange. up to change. I. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but this is our. This is supposed to be our first impressions to one of the new things they're introducing, and mm. that was not a, in my opinion, for me. And I'm, I'm agree. I think Ethan also agrees with me. It was not a good first step to introduce this new thing. No, it, it, it wasn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it changes. Maybe there will be more things, you know. We, we haven't seen everything that we'll be able to find. I'm hoping it's not just those sort of patterns you can place in the clay pots. And the pots themselves, I'm not entirely sold on how they look. Same. Um, but once again, developer art. They, developer they, they, very art much, they very much stress that this is not final look on mm -hmm. everything, right? But yeah, it, It's going to evolve and change in mm -hmm. that. I'm hoping we can find other things from them, like 
uh, maybe some skeletons, bones, stuff like that. I don't know. That would be it, nice. it, it kind of, uh, I think of it like, you know, bladders in uh, Animal Crossing, like making a museum would be kind of fun. That would be really fun. But yeah. th there's not a lot of, like, things to put on display here, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how this will go. Uh, I personally think that they revealed archaeology way too early. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like they. I feel like they brought it up in like a. It, it, it the seems like something like, that's supposed to be this like seems cool. Let's show it education off. edition. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing though. Like the 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 entire conference was pretty well done in terms of showing off the new things, except archaeology. Yeah, yeah right? it, it, it was the only was one. Russian it, at the end too. Yeah, it was the only one with developer art. Right? Mm -hmm. We had final designs for everything else. The only thing that yeah. wasn't working out was, at most, the new generation, right? Mm -hmm. And that's some, some, and that's sure. Like, the new generation is going to be difficult to implement in general. But the very fact that archaeology had its own little play area, and on top of, on top of that, it had, it still was using developer art, kind of makes me think that it's not ready yet for clay, caves and cliffs. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, just so awkward. Yeah, I think I I generally think it's, it got rushed out in terms mm. of the reveal, but I am hopeful that it's cool, right? I, I hope it will be interesting, and you know, mo most of these things I look forward to doing on like the server. But the archaeology, I, d I don't know how that's really gonna interact, impact us on a server sort of setting. Maybe I'll be building, you know, my decor in the same way people do their own like banners for their districts or for themselves, you know. Yeah. Maybe you'll do pots in the same way, like, ooh, I have my entire pot covered in dragon. I don't know what's gonna yeah. happen with that. The only thing, the only thing I could, Strange. I could ever imagine this is if I'm just like, hey man, I want a pot collection, and just like sit down in open rooms, like, oh yes, my pots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's literally just it. I can't... If they might even need to make more diversity because it doesn't look like there's a lot of different patterns so far. And I'm hoping as well we can color it the same way we do with banners. Because yeah. there's not a lot of banner color or pattern. There's a decent chunk of banner patterns, actually. But, you know, the, the colors emphasize, you know, mm -hmm. a lot more variance and difference in those. And I'm hoping that the pots, we can also change the color. But we'll see. Once again, like this, yeah. like archaeology was mm -hmm. the most half-baked out of everything they revealed. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure... It isn't even done being baked. <laughs> as as a concept itself, I don't think it's even done done its work. Yeah. Like just just ugh, I'm sorry, but when when from from the games that we've developed, right? Mm -hmm. You don't ever want to show off people show it off to people when you're using developer art. Absolutely, not. you never want to do that. That's not that like that's something you show off to investors, right? Or mm -hmm. to uh, to your com to companies, right? When you're like reaching your milestones, right? Yeah. Because like you can tell them, oh yeah, yeah you don't, this you isn't don't want done. to send it off to the general public. Yeah, the general, the gen pop is less forgiving. Like we're being very unforgiving to this, right? Because mm -hmm. we are in it right now, at least gen pop, and that's because you showed us an unfinished product, and that's what we expect, right? First impressions mm -hmm. mean a lot, and I'm getting on about like just, just the fact that we we were shown something that's not 100 percent finished and not 100 percent not 100 percent done, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. we. Like, gosh, like it's the difference between getting a No Man's Skies Day One. Oh God! That right? Man. Like it looks good. We mm -hmm. we had a lot of good first impressions with it, but we don't know how it's going to be when it's in, in play. 
yeah. right? And then you have the like, product. yeah. What's a, what's a good inverse of that, right? Where it looked really bad at the start, but when you played it, looked, it was really good. Um, what's that What's that one shooter game? And What's the one FPS that that everyone was like, oh, it looks like a generic shooter, but then when you played the single player, it was like one of the most transcendent experiences. I, I don't know what game you're talking about. It's for the PlayStation multiplayer. 3. It was... Ah, uh, oh God, I can't, I can't remember. I, I, I don't... I have very bad memory. I, I don't play many shooters. Uh, Spec Ops The Line. Spec Ops The Line? Okay. I believe it is. I believe it's called. The the entire... From, from what literally everyone has told me... Uh, I, need well, to I was going to go with more, more of a recent one. EA was doing that mythology-based game, and the mm. initial impressions of that were very low, and apparently people recently got to you know, play hands-on for a couple hours, and they loved it. And yes. I was surprised by that. that. That's my sort of um, inversion of what you were talking about. Yeah. Like, people, like, unironically, like, at, like people will judge a game based on how it looks. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Archaeology seems like it just, it has potential, but because of the ver- of the state we were given, given it, mm-hmm. it could it be very bad. I don't think. And, like, it did, it did that whole, like, game, like, like E three thing where you had live gameplay. <laughs> I would prefer I would prefer like a cutscene, man. Just show me how it looks. Don't have to pretend like you're playing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm keep, I'm keeping that one in. I'm keeping you, you distant E three going. Hey, okay. I'm sorry for being a bit dis- disrespectful here, but no, it, there's it, no it, disrespect to E three. It deserved it. It, 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 it. Like that one. That that one demonstration felt the most scripted. Even the, like even the warden one was I know scripted, but it mm. felt. But the archaeology one. The, the archaeology one definitely felt felt actually like canned and scripted. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, no. I believe that's all we have to talk about today, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, right. that's Minecraft. That's the Minecon for us. Yeah. It's been a good. It's been a good one, guys. Uh, we'll yeah, see absolutely. you on the next topic. We this don't know what we're gonna Rodriguez. do. This has been Ethan <laughs> Butler. <laughs> nah, but like legit, this has been Raph. This has been Ethan. Have a good night, guys. All right, later.